the best things in life are unseen that's why we close our eyes when we kiss cry and dream a quote by helen keller hi happy monday morning this is your girl livy welcome to won't it make it easy let's share It was 2016 and around that time, I believe I had at least four temporary jobs by the end of summer. And I wanted something so desperately for just to work for a couple months or a couple of years, but I knew I was tired of going back and forth. You know getting temporary jobs this all started right after i left teachers college i didn't complete it i realized within the first few months i was there that it wasn't for me but i stick it out to the end of the term um and around that summer was when chikungunya i believe was going around and then after chikungunya um, I got an infection in the air which caused bell palsy. It was not a very fun period for me. I had to do physiotherapy in regards to my face and so forth. Um, it was in summer when my mother, while speaking to one of her friends, she mentioned that her daughter was no working at a call center and that um, it was going really well because my mother was asking how was her children and my mother said yes how did she get that and she was telling my mother you know that they're taking on all over Jamaica call centers are taking on you know there, there was a booth in Jamaica at that period you know gross in the newspaper on the news it was everywhere anyway my mother handed her a pen and she wrote her daughter's name along with her phone number and the following morning i called her daughter and she told me where to go i went there because i had nothing else to do i was in between jobs at that time and i took the documents I got them copied up there and so forth. I dropped them off. That was mid-August. Yes. And I think I was home for a week by the time I, my mother spoke with her friend. But yeah, it was mid-August. I was bored. I was home and I was believing for something. I think that's when I really got into my Joel Osteen fix. I was praying and I was believing and fast forward um, it was early October I was at home still and my mother I got a call I spoke with a young lady and she said she was calling from Xerox where I applied in August and she wanted to know if I was available for an interview and a couple tests 
the following morning I said yes I got there some minutes to 8 and I was there until after 6 p.m. so it was 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and I went in I think I was one of the first persons who arrived so I went in a few hours later we did the test several tests and I knew I, I was worried about tests um, that's not something I've worried about but it was my last name is white so I think they were doing it in alphabetical order because I was one of the second to last person in the room by the time the evening was winding down and I went in the no so yeah one of the second to last person in the room there was this young lady there these two young ladies and they said oh so that's Olivia White I didn't know why when they said we were looking at the test papers and going through making sure they were getting for everyone and I looked up because I was wondering why I didn't ask I was curious but I didn't ask and the time for the interview I went in it would be the first interview I went in there and I met this young lady and she took up the document and she said oh you're Olivia White and I said you're the second person to say this why and she said well the reason I remember you is because your name was the last name to come out of the box I said what do you mean she said if you come around my desk you will see a big box it's right here and it's full with hundreds of applications I have been doing this for weeks going through applications resumes calling individual for interviews and I was finished and then I was here and yesterday evening something keep nudging me one more <laughs> I hope you guys understand what I'm trying to say she said something was bugging her and she said okay by in the after or late afternoon she said I'll choose one more she closed her eyes and she pushed around in the box and she feeled around and then she just grabbed the first one she got a good hold on and when she looked she saw Olivia White and she picked my name and she said when she said you picked my name, something in my spirit said, God picked you. And that cemented my faith. And that's the reason I said it's a 10 year experience. But it has been a 5 year journey of faith. And a 2 year journey of speaking victory. Because it's when I started opening my mouth and proclaiming the victory that I actually started understanding it better.
someone tells you they've picked you when they don't know you you also have to see there's something working for you I remember smiling at her and feeling this relief I went through the interview my second interview everything went well after that I knew I got it no when she said she picked me and he confirmed that he picked me I knew it was mine there was no doubt this was one of the best experiences I had I enjoyed every moment I was at Xerox now I can't do it um, it's a very nice company but it was a great experience made of just beautiful and I wouldn't have changed that couple months being home and the struggles and everything I wouldn't have changed it for anything because God needed to see something and he did he did faith is the evidence of the unseen a quote by Maya Angelou hey this is your girl Libby and you're listening to Won't He Make It Easy. Now, it's been seven months. Um, we're in 2017. I am no longer at Xerox, but I am at another call center where I am currently at, where I've been for the last three years. I spent most of the funds that I made at Xerox preparing to move, buying furniture, putting a couple of things in savings, you know, um, just a general preparation for the next couple of months. I left Xerox in April, no, I left Xerox in March. Um, I finished buying up my furniture and I left, I had enough funds in my account I guess for the next couple weeks while well, I search for another job. For all of you who are listening, don't ever do that. Okay. But with Christ in a vessel, you will always smile at the storms. So I got through with another call center. And while there, I made sure that there was groceries in the house. And made sure that I had a right to work. As I mentioned before, I used most of my funds preparing to move by buying furnitures that I have still not used. Okay, it's funny, but let's continue. So I will be in training for several weeks. And as, as I mentioned, I made preparation to go for, for myself to be dropped at work, but um, to go home, that preparation was a bit up in the air. It's, I'm going to walk straight from there to home. That was going to take me at least an hour, an hour and a half journey, 
or that day if you walk that day you can drive that day so i was deciding which day to walk or which day to just you know walk half the way and then it going to the point where i am good for at least the first three days in the week from monday to wednesday but i wouldn't have fun for lunch i can buy snacks but not lunch on thursday and friday and i had to decide between if we don't want to buy a box lunch or a snack or have fair to go home no one knew of this about me and the savior right so i'm there on that thursday i believe it was the first the second week on the thursday and you know i'm walking in a sonnet and i'm saying to god just let me get to the end of this road and after i get to the end of the road we'll figure out the other end of the other road and so while walking this big jutc yellow bus stopped in front of me i wasn't really paying attention to it my focus was you know in front of me to get to the end of this very long road like the sun is beating down i need to get to the end of this road and i'm just power walking it through and i heard young lady and i was gonna ignore it you know by this point i had passed the bus and something said he called you i wondered i was wondering maybe he had a question about something you know maybe he's not used to the road so i turned back and he said where are you going I said crossroad and by this time I was I realized that there was no one in the bus. Right? He said, I'm going that way, get in. And I always follow my instincts, so I went in the bus. <laughs> I asked until my family spirit leads me. I don't listen to just anything. I listen to the spirit that guides me. So I went into the bus, I sat down. I thought it was so funny. Only God knew I had no money. <laughs> no one knew that my father who was giving me the job in the morning to work, not my mother who I lived live with, not my siblings, not my co-workers who I knew since I was working at Xerox. No one knew. But the father in heaven because i proposed it to him in prayer i said god this is what i have but i'm gonna show up for training every single day help me through and he did and he did the funny thing is when you pray and you have faith it is your responsibility to share it with someone else like I don't know if you don't want to share it right away because this happened three years ago and I just a couple weeks ago said it to my mother you can decide when you're more comfortable to share it but speak truth into someone else's life speak experience and you would think that this was an isolated incident in regards to this train, but it's not. The following Friday, it happened again 
I was walking down that long road and another vehicle stopped at my feet. And this time I got a drop directly at my gate. And all this time I had planned to walk the one and a half hour journey all the way home because I didn't have the fare. And this young man I knew in high school, he's actually a few years behind me. He bought his taxi and bought a car to put on the road as a taxi. And I guess there were some issues with it. So he went to get the car sorted out. And when he was picking up the car, he saw me pass by. I didn't see him, but he saw me. And he was leaving and he stopped right at my feet and he said hey and I stood down and I said, I said hey what's up and he said nothing what you up to I said going home he said you want a drop I said where do you live and he was letting me know that he still lives in Honor Garden and I went in the car this is a young man that I have never said anything to I've only ever given him an head nod <laughs> like you know Sup, <laughs> and you know i went in the car he dropped me home and i i haven't seen him since that day like no joke i didn't see that young man after high school and i haven't seen him since that day three years ago when he dropped me home all things work for my good And I believe these these two separate incidents worked for my rejoicing and for the glory of God. Sometimes when you sit back and you wonder what happened, you have to understand no man gets to where they are on their own. I don't care what you think. I always say it. I just want God and me to do it. He will send somebody to help me. He will. But when I see that person show up, I know he didn't show up on his own. Someone had to whisper a little word in his ears and he sent him my way. Faith. When there's nothing else. You gotta have it. You gotta declare it. Speak proclamation over your life. Proclamation. Guys, I'm not pronouncing this right. Proclaim your victory. Daily, even whisper it. But say it. The tongue is a weapon. And it is powerful. Use it. Use it and watch your life change.
Whenever I hear a friend or anyone around me speak negative, like for instance, I have a cousin say something bad about their son, her son, I would always say, don't say that. She said, she would say, well, you don't say actual. I would say, don't say that. If my mother is worried about my sister, she's cousin, I say, pray for her. Stop speaking to her. Pray for her. Like, I get frustrated with my sister as well, but when the human in me speaks negatively, it doesn't know, it does no one any good. But when the promise that God put in me speaks victory, All you can do is sit back and watch. It takes the same amount of energy, guys, to believe and not to believe. It is, it, there's no difference. I once heard a pastor say this. It was a few years ago, and it was at a night service outside my pathway. And he said, a man asked me if God will owe me and he turned to that man and he said, because something deep within me says so, and I have seen it in my life, but let me ask you a question. It was, in the, it was a guy that was in the streets, and he said, if I should die today, I will die happily. If I die and there's no God, Knowing that I lived my life good, I was as kind as I could be, and I lived a clean life. If you died today, what would you think about your life? Guys, what you think right now, what you say right now, is going to be your future. Wouldn't you rather live or think the best things possible for a happier future than to think negative with no faith, with nothing? You decide. It's your life to live. Let me know what you think. Hi guys, thank you for listening to Won't He Make It Easy. You can check out my podcast on Radio Public, Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. Let me know what you think. Again, thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.